This episode of The Sleepover is brought to you by my motherfucking dog for trying to hump my goddamn leg while I'm trying to do an interview. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to this edition of The Sleepover on Bedroom Studios. Tonight, I'm sitting in the graveyard with the alpha undead pack leader of a bunch of thrashers known as Kamikaze Zombie. You may have heard of him. Right now, I'm talking to their head honcho, Clint Spain. Clint, how you doing, bud? What's up, bro? Not much, man. How's it going? Uh, it's going good, man. So, tell us a little about yourself. What is Kamikaze Zombie? Uh, well, we started back in, uh, let's see, 2013 as just a fuck-off session between me and Damon from Magagag. And um, we just didn't really want to do anything for, like, for real. It was just supposed to be just fun between me and him. And uh, with, like, and then at one point it was actually going to be a rockabilly band. <laughs> and uh, then we went to a, into, like, punk band style, then it just – progressively got heavier and heavier and then one day um we're just trying trying to come up with a name and uh i was i worked with this chick named reagan and her and i were bored so we just started throwing names back and forth and she was like what about kamikaze zombie and uh i was like yeah that's the name and um i wanted something that was kind of weird and quirky and kind of but kind of was scary but i like just the absurdity of the name was why i went with kamikaze zombie and uh, it kind of fits our style because we just do whatever we want. And there's no boundaries or whatever. You play a whole span of different genres. There's black metal songs, thrash metal songs, crossover songs. You guys do everything. Yeah, the, the, yeah. We we try to man because um, well, like the problem I see with a lot of metal bands nowadays is like they and like they're they they they'll like find one band they'll be like, I want to sound like these guys, but those guys have already done that. So once I'm like them, you know, I just take as many bands as you can find and just mix them in a blender and make your own sound. That's that's what we've done. Right on. So when did you get started in music, you yourself personally? Like what who influenced you to pick up a guitar or pick up a microphone? Um well, when uh, I guess our my first band, <laughs> you want to call it, was with uh with, with Damon. I've known Damon dodd from mad gag i've known that dude almost my whole life i've known him since i was 13 14 years old like and uh we started a, a band with some old high school friends um called ran it was a japanese samurai film that we all liked and uh i, I started playing uh i originally wanted to play bass because uh i was really into white zombie but i was really into sean assault and uh I, I wanted to play bass and uh but then uh, another guy wanted to play bass. So they're like, no, dude, you got to play guitar. So um, I started playing guitar. Jay Younger from My Zombie is a huge influence with me on guitar. And uh, Jeff Hanneman from Slayer. They're the two biggest ones for as far as guitar goes. They're probably the biggest one. And um, as far as vocals go, the biggest influence for me for vocals would be um, obviously Phil and Selma is a, a good one. But the biggest one, honestly, if anybody knows me, is Henry Rollins. If it wasn't for Rollins, I wouldn't be doing really anything. That dude... Black Flag has been probably one of the biggest influences of my entire life. And, right. uh, then Ben, ben Fogus from Goat Whore. That would be another guy I'd want to throw out there. Ben Fogus, Goat Whore, Salon Green, that's another band. 
has been gigantic influence on, on me. <clears throat> Sweet. So they, do they inspire all your vocal style, your guitar playing, everything, or? Uh, as far as guitar goes, it started that way with, with Jeff and, and um, Jay Younger. I, I was just kind of mimicking what they did. But then I started getting into a lot more punk bands, so I started just writing more punk. And then it turned out, you know, Jay and Jeff Hanneman's influences were punk bands. So it just came kind of full circle, you know. Right on. So what, what all do you do? What are you What all uh, jack-of-all-trades, or do you just play a few things? What do you do? All... Uh, as far as music goes? Yeah. Um, I can play guitar pretty okay. I mean, I, I, I can write songs. Um, I'm a, I think I'm a, as far as musicianship goes, I'm a great songwriter. Um, but guitar playing, my technique can get a little sloppy or whatever. Um, I can play bass. Um, I can play drums if you're in a stoner band. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do double bass for a shit, but if we're playing like a rock band or like a punk band with there's no like, heavy double bass, I, I could play. Um, I, I can play drums good enough to show an actual drummer, you know, what I'm thinking, you know, or writing songs. Yeah, you showed me a lot of stuff back when I was jamming with you guys in Kamikaze. Yeah, it may not come out perfect. Yeah, it may not come out perfect, but it's enough to show, uh, you know, get the idea across, you know. Right. So... My mind just went blank. Oh, okay, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, I was going to ask you. <laughs> I, seriously, I fucking had a brain fart here. I was watching my dog scratch his own asshole, and now I can't remember what the hell I was talking about. Oh, it's that was, boring. It, huh. well, that dog is that awesome. So, what I was going to ask you was, do you remember the first show you ever played with any band, and then your first show with Kamikaze? Yeah, I remember both of them. Uh, the first show I ever played was uh, Steve and I, and Damon <clears throat> was in, the first real band I ever started was a band called Throne of Blood. Uh, and Damon and I wrote all the songs uh, for the first couple songs we got together before we got with Steve um, in Damon's bedroom of his apartment back when we were like in our early 20s. And um, we had no band <laughs> and we had played with two other dudes and they just flaked out on us. And um we wound up remembering we had met Steve through some friends a long time ago. And uh, Steve Damon was like, dude, what, what about the Steve Cater guy? And that's how we even got jamming with Steve. And uh, this has been over a decade ago. And uh, <clears throat> we, long story short, we got with Steve and uh, some other, other guys with uh, Throne of Blood. And our first show, like a lot of people in Birmingham, was at the high note. And uh, – we, we played the high note, and uh, after that, Throne of Blood. We, we did a little bit with Throne of Blood, but it never got where it should have went. Like, it just uh, – we were young. We were chasing our tails like fucking idiots. We didn't know what – we didn't know what being in a band actually was about. We had watched a lot of Pantera videos and, like, thought it was just partying and getting hammered and fucking that was it, you know? And um, we didn't realize how much work was involved and how much you really have to just give up everything to really – really go for it. If you're really going to do it for real and not just fucking jerk off about it, you really have to um, put some time in. And eventually it just kind of went away um, and everybody kind of did their own thing. And then with Kamikaze Zombie, um, I had gotten to a point in my life where I was like, you know, I've done everything I've ever wanted to do in my life except this music thing. It Like, for real, get kicked in the teeth with it and fucking go for it like 100%, like give it everything you got. And uh, I can't... When I started doing KZ, and uh, our first show, 
with Kamikaze Zombies also at the high note. <laughs> <laughs> but in our third show, what the difference is with our third show with Kamikaze Zombie, uh, our first show at the with Kamikaze Zombie was at the high note. Our second show was at the Nick, and our third show we opened for Decapitated at the Syndicate Lounge, and it's been fucking steamroller ever since. Right now, you guys have played a ton of shows and opened for a ton of huge big name bands. What do you remember? Or not? Do you remember? Obviously, you would remember. Uh, what was your favorite show you've ever played? Favorite show? There's a couple that favorite. Um, one, I guess the one of the ones that stick out hard fucking core for us is uh, when we opened up for Superjoint Ritual. Because Superjoint is a huge influence on this band and Phil and Selmo. It's just it came over, but on top of that, our good friend Albite, who uh, does work, and we bought the van from those guys, and they're just really good dudes. And I watch it, and John Clancy, yes, sheer those guys. Sorry, my dog is attacking me right now. Hold on a second. Jesus, he's like trying to take my pants off. There we go. Okay. That damn dog. Anyway. And uh, I guess, um, I don't know, uh, Full Terror Assault was really awesome, playing Full Terror Assault. Um, the last show we just played just recently with fucking um, uh, Dark Fear. Um, when we played uh, with uh, Black Dolly Murder, uh, I enjoyed that one a lot. But, yeah, I guess the Super Trump Ritual one was – was a big one. Playing with Crowbar was another one that I really was like, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, Full Terror Thought was pretty cool. And then, you know, Cannibal Corpse. You got jamming that one with us, which is pretty awesome. Saturn is always a great place to play. Yes, that was an awesome show indeed. I remember being nervous as fuck. <laughs> yeah, anybody, anybody says they don't get nervous before they play a show is full of shit. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we've we played a fucking million shows, man. You know, and like, uh, I still get nervous. Yeah, I still get nervous playing in front. Like, honestly, I get more nervous playing in front of like smaller crowds, especially peers, and just like a whole bunch of friends I know, know us, know the songs, and they're really good at their instruments. You know, I get more nervous there than if I opened up for like, you know, a Campbell Warp show or something like that, where it's like a fucking you know six hundred people. But I don't know any of those fucking people, you know. Right, it's like I'm never gonna see these assholes again. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you, you get like like Billy and fucking Casey and all those motherfuckers who are really good at their instruments and staring at you. You know, you mm-hmm. kind of want to keep it, you know, together. <laughs> judging constantly, judging. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you you told us about your influences and what you know bands you really love and especially vocalists. So I'm guessing a vocalist position would be the one you would take, but if there was any band in the world, whether, you know, it's a band that's currently active or it's coming back, it's making a, you know, a huge return. If you could fill any slot in any of those bands, what band and what slot would you take? You know, I don't know, man. Like both those bands, the reason they're that great is because of the members in that band, you know? So me joining it would probably be, um, you know, it would change, you know, change the dynamic and change the sound. Um, but if I had to do something, like say something like for whatever reason, that person, you know, got throat cancer or some crazy shit. Um, I, I would probably do a band like um, Black Flag would be cool if they came back. Um, 
something like if I was just going to ride the money train, I a band that I could easily fucking do the vocals for would be Lamb of God. I could do that that shit all day long. When I was first starting out vocals, everybody came to me and said I sound like Randy Blythe all the time. So uh, that would be a pretty easy one, you know. But I'd probably go with like Black Flag or something like that. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Right on. That's well. That, that's a good fit for you. Like, you need to be in something yeah. hardcore like that, like that or the Crow yeah. Mags or some other really hardcore yeah. t- thrashing shit. Yeah. So if you could make your own dream tour, pick four bands, only four. I mean, you if you wanted, your band could open for them or be part of the four. But yeah. if you could make a dream tour with four bands, again, both past, present, future, whatever, who would you pick? Okay. I've kind of hinted towards this with – because some of these bands are actually buddies of mine, and I've hinted towards this. So hopefully they're like they'll I'll tag them in the shit and be like, hey, guys, come on now. But uh, <laughs> us – Kamikaze Zombie with Chawbite, Ghoul, um, Super Drunk Rituals, the headliner, and King Parrot. Ooh. And that, that would be an awesome, awesome run. That's a dangerous show. <laughs> yeah. Hope your life insurance is paid up, people. <laughs> that, that'd be a good show. Like, um, I, I would love to play. Even if we just play with Ghoul and Chawbite, I'd be, that'd be, that's been my dream tour forever to get on the stage with Ghoul and Chawbite. Right. So besides all this extensive touring you do, because you do a lot of it, fuck, you guys are about to go on tour again. Do you do anything else or is music it? No, man, I do a ton of other shit. So when I'm not fucking booking tours for the band or doing interviews, because I just did 15 interviews this week. And um, you're making number 16. (laughs) And uh, I got some podcasts for next week. But when I'm not doing band stuff and we're not getting ready for tours and playing shows, um, I do a full-time 40-hour work week, sometimes a little longer than that, doing massage therapy. Um, I also teach Chinese martial arts two times a week. Um, I press all the T-shirts for the band. Um, yeah, so I'm always always busy, you know. Uh, screen printing is something I really like doing. So I, I started off just doing it for bands, for just for myself, because I was being cheap and I was like, I could do this on my own. I don't, I don't, I'm not paying someone $500 for this shit. But then other, other bands started hitting me up. So I started doing it for other people too. And, um, trying to help them out because I know how expensive that stuff can get. And, um, next thing you know, I'm doing it for a lot of other bands. So I, I get myself burning candles at both ends all the time. Well, you really are a zombie. You don't rest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I always say you sleep or you're dead. <laughs> right. And zombies are dead. So you can be both. <laughs> all right clint tell us all the websites uh, social media everywhere where can we find you guys on, online well something i'm very proud of because um kamikaze zombie is a character in resident evil video games i didn't know that because i don't really get into that that medium but they are but when uh but now as you type in Gamakaze Zombie into Google, we're the first pers- first thing that searches on, on your search for Google. So we're number one on the first page. So you can type in Google, find us on there, but we're on Spotify. We're on uh, Pandora. We're on um, Amazon Music. We're on Apple. We're on Dozer. Any, any kind of streaming platform you can think of, we're there, iHeartRadio. Uh, our website is KamakazeZombie.com. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And I, I manage all those things, <laughs> and it's a headache. Oh my god! Yeah. 
Now I've met yeah, you, and if, if if I if if someone that hadn't met you would probably think you do a lot of math to be able to keep all of all this stuff. <laughs> no, just uh, I'm just far beyond driven. Pantera as fuck, you know, just far beyond driven, man. Like I just look at it as you can get one life, one life, one shot. Fucking don't waste it. You know what I mean? Right. And that, that's just how I, how I fucking roll, man. You want to plug that new album that you just guys uh, you guys just released? Yeah, uh, new album, uh, The Story of All Things. Um, I think it's some of our best work. Um, I fucking love it. Steve loves it. We've uh, really busted ass on this shit and um, really proud of it. I can't wait to play it on the road and see how it gets road tested. Um, the first album did really well, which you played drums on that, bitch. Yeah. And um, our, um, our next tour, our next couple tours are all going to be um, a combination of both albums because we want to give the first album a little bit more a little bit more on the ears because we didn't get the tour as much on as we wanted to. We had a lot of shit going on last year that kind of kept us from hitting the road as hard as we wanted. Right, right. So tell us a little bit about that because there's not many people that's been on the show so far that have just released something that we could talk about. So what does the destroyer of all things mean? What is that? Where'd you come up with that title? <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I was. I have a lot of time to think when you do a massage. <laughs> uh, if, um, if, if if a person's doing like a 90 minute session you know and it's just fluffy like i just want to relax type shit you just start thinking about all kinds of crap it's just your day goes uh, anyways um godzilla there's a monster on godzilla called uh the destroyer the destroyer or whatever and like one of the movies is called the destroyer of worlds and uh i was going to snatch that for the title but then uh the destroyer of all things just kind of sounded cooler to me for whatever reason and um, then I started um, just my wife is a big uh, like fantasy nerd. And um, <clears throat> we had been watching a lot of like fantasy movies and whatnot. And uh, that fucking movie with Falcor in it, the luck dragon, <laughs> the never any story or whatever it is. Right. Uh, they talk about the nothing a lot. Right. And uh, that's a recurring theme into the, uh, the album is the, the nothing, the idea of the nothing. And I took it and twisted it into this um, fucked up thing about death and um, not having, you know, you, you have to, you have to fucking um, make something of yourself or, you know, at the end of it, you have nothing but regret. And, uh, it's just a recurring theme of like chasing it, you know, chasing the white well, because I'm really into Moby Dick or whatever. So the story of all things really just sum it up. Um, it's more just, um, destroying everything to make a new, I guess, you know, <laughs> in a long roundabout way. Right on. So, yeah. strip it all down, bulldoze it, start fresh. Yeah, start fresh over and over and over and over. Watch repeat, you know. <clears throat> and people, I've heard this album. Fucking go buy that shit because that's some heavy fucking shit. Support these guys because they fucking deserve it. Thank you. All right. Well. I guess that'll do it for this edition of The Sleepover. This has been Clint Spain. I'm Josh. Until next time, good night, everybody. Clint, say goodbye. Thanks, man. <laughs>